from ABC News. Man deemed nation's most prolific serial killer has died. Samuel Little, the prolific serial killer who was serving three consecutive life sentences, is dead, authorities said Wednesday. Little died at a hospital shortly before 5 a.m. local time, the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation said in a statement. An official cause of death will be determined by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office. He was 80. The FBI has deemed Little the most prolific serial killer in U.S. history. He was convicted in 2014 of killing three women in the late 1980s after being linked to the murders through DNA matched to evidence found at the crime scenes. Subsequently, Little confessed to strangling 93 victims between 1970 and 2005, according to the FBI. The FBI said investigators believed his confessions were credible and had verified 50 as of October 2019. One of his suspected victims was just identified in October. Patricia Parker, who was a 30-year-old mother from Chattanooga, Tennessee, was found slain and dumped alongside a Georgia freeway nearly 40 years ago. Authorities said they believe Little killed her. Little's life of crime spanned decades, according to a 2018 FBI report. He was first arrested in 1956 and displayed a dark, violent streak in his crimes, which included shoplifting, fraud, drug charges, solicitation, and breaking and entering, the FBI said. He spent a term in prison prior to his conviction on murder charges in 2014, serving two years in California State Prison from 1985 to 1987 for assault with a deadly weapon and false imprisonment. In 2012, Little was arrested at a Kentucky homeless shelter and extradited to California on a narcotics charge, the FBI said. That's when police in Los Angeles matched his DNA to three unsolved murders from the late 1980s. In all three cases, the women had been beaten and then strangled, their bodies dumped in an alley, a dumpster, and a garage. The FBI said in its report, Despite asserting his innocence, Little was convicted and sentenced to three consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Since his confession in 2018, to killing 93 women, investigators have been racing to identify as many of his victims as possible and help close the unsolved cases. While jailed, investigators have interviewed Little and had him draw dozens of pictures of women, almost all women of color, he admitted to killing over nearly 40 years. For many years, Samuel Little believed he would not be caught because he thought no one was accounting for his victims. Christy Palazzolo, a crime analyst with the FBI's Violent Criminal Apprehension Program, said in a statement when the agency launched its initiative to identify the women, even though he was already in prison, the FBI believes it is important to seek justice for each victim to close every case possible. By BBC News Trump's call for $2,000 checks blocked by Senate leader, U.S. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has rejected calls from an unlikely alliance of President Donald Trump. 
congressional Democrats and some Republicans to boost coronavirus aid. The House of Representatives, held by the Democrats, had voted to increase aid checks to Americans to $2,000. Dozens of House Republicans, reluctant to defy Mr. Trump, backed the increase. But Mr. McConnell objections mean there will not be a direct vote on a revised COVID aid bill in the Senate. Mitch McConnell said raising aid checks would be another fire hose of borrowed money. The move could be an effect skill of Mr. Trump's demands for bigger cash handouts to help the economy recover, correspondents say. Congress had initially agreed a smaller $600 payments in a COVID relief and government funding bill. Mr. Trump sent that back to Capitol Hill before Christmas, saying the stimulus payment should be higher. Eventually, and grudgingly, signed the original bill with the lower payments into law on Sunday, but has continued to demand more money. On Monday, House Democrats, usually sworn political foes of Mr. Trump, passed a measure for $2,000 checks that he requested. Unless Republicans have a death wish, and it is also the right thing to do, they must approve the $2,000 payments ASAP, the president tweeted on Tuesday. The total number of people who have died with COVID in the U.S. stands at nearly 350,000. There are concerns that the figure could continue to surge following Christmas and New Year gatherings. California, meanwhile, became the second state to confirm a case of the new strain of the virus, considered to be highly contagious. The first case was confirmed in Colorado. Why did McConnell object to the higher payments? The Kentucky senator rejected Democrats' calls for the upper chamber to vote on the $2,000 tax package passed by their counterparts in the House. He said the bill had no realistic path to quickly pass the Senate. Speaking in the chamber on Wednesday, he said, The Senate is not going to be bullied into rushing out more borrowed money into the hands of Democrats' rich friends who don't need the help. Instead, he offered to roll the proposal for bigger checks into another bill to include other measures that have been requested by Mr. Trump by raised objections from Democratic leaders. One would end legal protection for tech companies, known as Section 230. The other would set up a bipartisan commission to investigate Mr. Trump's unsubstantiated claims of systemic electoral fraud. Democrats said Mr. McConnell's proposal was merely a legislative poison pill designed to kill higher stimulus payments. How did Democrats react? Liberal Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, an independent who votes with Democrats, said on the Senate floor, All we are asking for is a vote. What is the problem? If you want to vote against $2,000 checks for your state, vote against it. Senate Democratic leader Shuk Shama said, What we're seeing right now is leader Mick Connell trying to kill the checks. The $2,000 checks desperately needed by so many American families. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said, Those Republicans in the Senate seem to have an endless tolerance for other people's sadness. What about other Republicans? The party usually professes an opposition to government spending as an article of faith, but some of its top conservative senators have rallied behind Mr. Trump's call for $2,000 checks. 
They include Marco Rubio of Florida and Josh Hurley of Missouri, both considered possible presidential contenders in 2024. So have Georgia's Republican Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, who are fighting for their political lives in a 5 January election against two Democratic challenges, the vote will decide which party controls the Senate next year. But as the Republicans have argued the relief bill already provides a wider safety net once its jobless benefits, rental assistance in loans to small businesses to keep workers and their payroll are taken into account. Senator Patumi of Pennsylvania said he opposed blindly borrowing billions of dollars to send checks to millions of people who haven't lost any income. Presented by BBC News Mundo. Las ventajas de la vacuna contra el coronavirus de Oxford AstraZeneca que Reino Unido aprobó este miércoles. Reino Unido se convertía en el primer país del mundo en aprobar este miércoles la vacuna contra el coronavirus desarrollada por la Universidad de Oxford y farmacéutica AstraZeneca. Hace apenas cuatro semanas, este país se había convertido también en el primero en aprobar la vacuna de Pfizer y BioNTech que se administrará de forma masiva en varias partes del mundo como Estados Unidos, México, Chile y la Unión Europea. La Agencia Reguladora de Medicamentos del Reino Unido certifica así que la vacuna es segura y efectiva. La aprobación del compuesto supone otro impulso a la vacunación masiva que organiza el Reino Unido desde comienzos de este mes. Al igual que sucedió con la vacuna de Pfizer, se espera que este primer visto, bueno, abra el paso hacia la aprobación de la vacuna de Oxford en otros países y reguladores del mundo. También se espera que su potencial distribución masiva que sea un golpe de efecto en la lucha contra el coronavirus, dado que es más fácil de almacenar y producir a gran escala que otros de sus competidores. Reino Unido ya ha ordenado Ciento millones de dosis suficientes para vacunar a 50 millones de personas. Ventajas de la vacuna. Esta vacuna fue diseñada en los primeros meses de 2020, probada en los primeros voluntarios en abril y desde entonces ha estado sometida a los ensayos clínicos con miles de personas. Fue desarrollada a un ritmo frenético que antes de la pandemia era impensable. En el Reino Unido ya se han vacunado más de 600 personas, pero se espera que la vacuna de Oxford AstraZeneca dé un impulso significativo, dado que es más barata y fácil de producir. Es crucial que pueda ser almacenada en un refrigerador normal, no como la vacuna de Pfizer. Esto significa que será más fácil llevar esta vacuna hasta centros de salud, locales y residencias de ancianos. La aprobación de la vacuna llega en un momento de niveles de infecciones y presión hospitalaria sin precedentes en el Reino Unido, según la de Salud Pública de Inglaterra. According to Deutsche Welle News A 
Nachtschiene, die jetzt erst in ihrem Stoff frei, exakt ein Jahr ist es her, dass China die Weltgesundheit zur Generation über die Corona-Infektionen informierte. Jetzt hat das Land einen ersten eigenen Impfstoff zugelassen. Mit Sinopharm hat nun auch in China erstmals eine Pharmastelle eine Zulassung für die Breitjahrwenden eines Corona-Impfstoffes erhalten. Die Daten hätten gezeigt, dass der Impfstoff die Einschlägigen Standards der Weltgesundheit zu Generation und der nationalen Lebensmittel und Arzneimittelbehörde überfühle, heißt es in einer offiziellen Mitteilung. Impfen mit Notfallzulassung, obwohl es bislang keine Zulassung für die breite Öffentlichkeit gab, wird in China bereits seit dem Sommer geimpft. Laut Schätzungen wurden über Nichtfallzulassungen bereits weit über eine Million Menschen geimpft. Laut der von Sinopharm angebenden Daten ist das nun zugelassene chinesische Präparat weniger wächst auf die sogenannten Ermangene im Stoffe von Biontech-Pfizer in Moderna, die Nachhaben der Hersteller über eine Wirksamkeit von Prozent verfügen. Allerdings kann das chinesische Vaccin Nachhaben des Herstellers bei normaler Kurschwanktemperatur gelagert werden. Zahlreiche Staaten, Monalem in Afrika und Südamerika, haben Bestellungen für chinesisch Impfstoffe aufgegeben. Taken from Uranus Italiano. Presidente UI Il Camino de la Guaya tra Germania e Portogallo. Un'agenda in continuità nel segno della lotta al Covid-19, dalla gestione della crisi sanitaria al pacchetto di misure di ristoro economico per i paesi del blocco UE. Simbolico e appoggi ora dall'anno nuovo è avvenuto il passaggio del testimone tra l'ambasciatore tedesco Michael Klaus e l'omologo portoghese Nuno Brito un cambio della guardia tra Germania e Portogallo alla presidenza dell'Unione Europea per il prossimo sei mesi del 2021. Shared by BBC Brasil As crianças indigenas terradas de suas famílias que hoje se unem por reparação histórica. As crianças indígenas triadas de suas famílias que hoje se unem por reparação histórica. Milhares de crianças indígenas no Canadá foram removidas à força de suas famílias, no que é conhecido como o roubo dos anos 60. Agora, os sobreviventes estão contando suas histórias e contando com foto ao se conectar com outras pessoas. 
Reported by Franz24 Franz, question de tour du rébellion. À la cour de la Nouvelle-Année, les Français s'interrogent sur le regard merveilleux par l'institutaire concernant le rébellion de tour de raison de ce qui a premier au nom pour le nom de la Saint-Sauveur placée sur autisme violence.